0: So, Leslie, did you know that the typical household spends 1500 bucks a year on energy bills?
1: And if you're writing checks this weekend, you sure do know, but Uncle Sam can help you shave up to 450 bucks off your energy costs.
0: So gather up your energy bills and hit MoneyPit.com. Click on Ideas and Tips, then click Estimators and Calculators, and use the Energy Star Home Energy Yardstick to save some bucks on your house.
1: And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now, 888-MONEYPIT.
2: Living on money, pit, money pit. If your basement needs a pump, or your place looks like a dump, you're living on. Money-
0: to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: And this is where work and fun meet because we're here to help you get your home improvement projects done. We're here to help you tackle the do-it-yourself dilemma. We are here to hold the nail for you but it's a good thing it's on the radio because we know how you swing a hammer. <laughs> Call us right now though, we'll help you out at 1888 money pit 8886663974. We've got a great hour planned for you starting with this. The folks at Habitat for Humanity are getting some help in making their low-cost homes more attractive and we've always said that you can have a very attractive house without spending a boatload of money and these guys are getting together with some pretty important architects to develop some plans that can help deliver those really good-looking houses on a tight budget.
1: And also ahead this hour, we've got the right warm-up for you before you go ahead and install that vinyl flooring. Vinyl floors, they look great, they're really durable, but you do have to know a few tips to make sure that they're properly installed. We'll tell you those in just a bit.
0: And speaking of floors, you use your staircase to get from one to the next. If yours is giving you a hard time, it might not be designed correctly. We're going to tell you how to inspect it for safety in just a bit.
1: And we're giving away a great prize this hour. It's an electronic pet door from our friends over at PetSafe. And it works like an automatic garage door opener. Only your pet wears the teeny tiny little mechanism that's going to open up their pet door. It's on their collar. It's super high tech. It's a great chore saver for you on those chilly winter nights. It's worth as much as $229, but it could be yours for free.
0: So call us right now at one 888 Pit. One caller to the show this hour is going to win that great prize. 888 3974 Leslie, who's first?
1: Randall in South Carolina, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today?
3: I've been wanting to treat my house for termites. Uh, okay. That's a big issue here in South Carolina. And I've checked around, and there are just so many different options, and the prices mm-hmm. vary from $350 to $1,600. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I started thinking about maybe tre- treating my house myself.
0: Well, I think you should treat your termites nicely, because they can do a lot of damage. Okay. <laughs> It's a joke. (laughs) Kidding. Listen, it's not a a do-it-yourself project, all right? Because you can't Uh, get
1: your hands on the materials that you need to really be effective.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's some over-the-counter, so to speak, products, but they're not nearly (laughs) as effective as the the chemicals that the pros can use. The product that I would recommend is called Termidor, T-E-R-M-I-D-O-R. It's a product that's manufactured by BASF. It's applied Mm -hmm. by pest control operators. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, a type of, of insecticide that's not detectable. And because it's not detectable by the insects, typically the old termite treatments, we would put these products in around the soil. The termites would figure out that they were there and didn't like them so much and would try to sort of drill around it. These mm-hmm. new products are undetectable. So the termites plow right through and they get it on their bodies and take them back to the nest and it wipes out the whole colony that way. And oh, okay. you, can't, you can't buy this stuff, but a pest control operator can. Their website is termidorhome.com. And I think there's a, there's a locator there where you can find an operator in your area that's been trained in the use of the product, TermidorHome.com.
3: I appreciate it. And the other thing, the question I had is, um, you know, they talk about these uh, little things they put in the yard so that they can check and see if the termites are, yeah. if you have
0: termites.
3: <clears throat> yep. is, 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 is that important or is that Wa- just? Waste of money. Okay. That, yep. I, you know, that's why I think it was like between 350 and six hundred or $1,600. It just blew my mind, the range of, of yeah. and all the stories I got.
1: Those little units, they're going to be so tightly congested across your yard, I mean, like in the middle mm-hmm. of your lawn. So they're going to be mm-hmm. things that you're apparently obvious to. I think you're, you're going talking about
0: bait, bait stations. Yeah, those
1: bait yes, stations. Sir.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, the Termidor is far more effective than any bait station. The bait station technology is antiquated And at this
1: Termidor point. was seeing, you know, 10-year results with no return of termites in southern states in the U.S., so...
3: Well, I'm going to go ahead and get online right now and listen... Love your show. Uh, you guys have, have helped me through, through so many things.
0: Well, it's and, our pleasure. Uh,
3: well, I appreciate it, and uh, thanks again.
0: Okay, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Now we're going to talk to Patricia in Hawaii about a green countertop choice. What's going on at your house?
4: I'm wondering, uh, I, I was in Mendocino this year, and someone had a countertop, and it was made out of recycled newspapers. And it was the most beautiful countertop. It was as beautiful as my engineered stone that I have. And mm-hmm. they, said you could cut, they said you could cut right through it and then just sand it when you were done. And I've been asking people about where to find it, and nobody's heard of it. So I was hoping that you might have heard of it. Well,
1: now, I don't know about cutting right through it and then sanding through it. I know of a company that does a countertop, and they call it paper stone. And I'm not exactly sure what it's fabricated out of. It might be newspapers, but it's definitely a paper pulp source. And the company is called Clip Tech, K L I P T-E-C-H. And it looks like soapstone. I mean, this is a gorgeous countertop. It's very durable. It's extremely heat resistant. It's easy to install on your own. And their website is cliptech.com. And you can find out a lot about their counter options there. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, you know, I've been working on a green issue for Country Home Magazine for our April issue, and, you know, we produce our magazines really far in advance, and it's been a challenge to try to find these interesting new materials, but this ClipTech company, they do a bunch of different products, and this counter, this paper stone, really jumped out at me. So that's why it was on the tip of my tongue when we got your call.
4: Thank you very much for answering. Bye-bye.
1: It's a new year, and you've got New Year's resolutions, and maybe a lot of those involved projects around your house. Well, look no further than your phone. Pick it up. Give us a call at 1 888 Money Pit with your home improvement question or your home improvement debacle, whatever is going on right now, 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
0: 888 666 3974. Up next, proper stairs are an important first step to safety. How to know if your stairs are correctly designed and what to do about it if they're not after this. <laughs> table
5: saw 18-volt drill driver 8-piece combo kit
3: You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI power tools, professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI,
0: exclusively at The Home Depot. Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real-life money pits. And after doing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust and that brand is Rheem. Rheem tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Rheem tankless units never run out of hot water and cost 25% less to run. Rheem's tank units include state-of-the-art features like Everclean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable, energy-efficient hot water, you want Rheem. Learn more at smarterhotwater.com. That's smarterhotwater.com. I trust Rheem for my hot water, and so can you.
2: Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb. Add a classic craft fiberglass entryway from ThermaTru. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a Classic Craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com.
0: Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real-life money pits. And after doing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust and that brand is Rheem. Rheem tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Rheem tankless units never run out of hot water and cost 25% less to run. Rheem's tank units include state-of-the-art features like EverClean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable energy efficient hot water, you want Rheem. Learn more at smarterhotwater.com. That's smarterhotwater.com. I trust Rheem for my hot water and so can you.
2: This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie
0: making good homes better. That's what we do. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm
1: Leslie Segretti. And if you've got a do-it-yourself dilemma and you need some direction, well, give us a call at one Money Pit. Because if we talk to you on the air today, we're not only going to answer your question, we will also throw your name into the Money Pit hard hat for your chance to win a prize that's worth up to $229 this hour. It's the PetSafe electronic smart door. And it's a really cool idea. It works just like your automatic garage door opener, except your pet wears that opener on their collar, and it's going to trigger that little doggy door to open up whenever he wants to go out. So you can stay in, he or she goes out. You never have to step outside into the cold. It is the best prize for you. It's a great chore saver. Give us a call now at one Money moneybit and it could be yours for free.
0: 888-666-3974. All right, let's talk about stairs. You know, they can be tricky to navigate anytime, but when they don't have the right hardware, it can be very dangerous. Stairs with more than two steps need to have a handrail securely mounted to the wall. Now, if your staircase is open, the spindles need to be installed no more than six inches apart, and that's to prevent a small child from squeezing their head through. You know how curious kids can be. And lastly, be especially careful when steps are an uneven height. Now, if I've ever tripped going up and down a staircase, I always look down at them, and it turns out that one tread to the next is maybe a half inch or an inch different because your body sort of gets programmed to the height of steps. And when one is slightly different than the next, that can be a tripping hazard. So while you might get used to them yourself, your guests certainly wouldn't. That's why it's real important that every step be of the same height. Hey, you got a home safety question? We're here to help you out at one money PIT. Let's get back to the phones. Who's next?
1: Now we're going to take a call from Jim in Ohio, who's dealing with some vinyl siding issues. What's going on?
5: Uh, my kids are having a uh, ice ball fight and you know, by by all means, don't do it away from the house. Do it right against the house. <laughs> okay. And it was obviously very cold, being an ice ball fight, and I have cracked vinyl siding.
0: Okay, uh, is it possible that you can get some more vinyl siding, Jim?
5: Uh, I have some scraps actually from all when right. it was installed. Okay. I just don't know how to go about it because it looks like it's like a Z
0: shaped and it's very
5: confusing.
1: Ah, uh, well, there's a fantastic tool that's going to save you a lot of heartache and handache as well.
0: Yeah. It's a tool that helps you sort of unzip the old panels of vinyl uh, out. So you would want to remove the cracked panel and you want to put in a new one. Now, you mentioned you have some scraps. If you happen to have a piece that's the same size, great. Um, if you don't, you might end up sort of piecing this in. Now, one thing that, you may, be, that may be unexpected you need to watch out for is that the, the color of the vinyl scraps, which is the original color, may not match the color that the siding now because of the exposure to the sun. Okay. And so if if that's the case, what you might want to do is go to one of the uh, least obvious places in your house and take a piece from there, use that for the repair, and then put the new piece back there where it's not so noticeable.
5: Ah, brilliant.
1: This way everything will be matchy-matchy.
5: Thanks, guys. Love your show, Ann.
1: Paulette in Illinois has a question about a Wayne smart pump. Tell us what your project is. What are you working on? Well,
4: um, the sub pump, um, I was Um, recommended the Wayne Smart, and I cannot find it. The
0: Wayne Smart pump is a pretty cool pump because it um, actually has the ability to reverse itself and clear any clogs. Their website is waynepumps.com, waynepumps.com. Okay. Uh, Or you can call them. They're out of Ohio. The phone number is 800-237-0987. And you should be able to uh, find a uh, distributor for those pumps, by contacting the manufacturer. I saw those demonstrated some time ago. They're, they're pretty cool because they, if they get clogged with dirt or rear rocks, they're smart they enough to themselves. know that and they correct themselves. They reverse themselves to clear the clog.
1: Wonderful. John in Rhode Island has a flooring question. What's going on at your money pit?
5: The uh, floor in the kitchen is hardwood. The house was built around 1930. Okay. The uh, hardwood boards, you know, four inches wide approximately, but yes. uh-huh. so there's a seam every four inches. Okay. Now, I'm thinking of putting down quarter-inch plywood on top of
0: that before okay. I put down the uh, vinyl tiles. So you want to put vinyl tiles on top of a hardwood floor?
5: Right, but not on top of the hardwood floor. First, quarter-inch plywood. Four yeah, I know, sheet. but I'm
0: just saying, why Why don't you want to refinish the, the, the uh, hardwood that's there? It's in the kitchen. Okay.
5: And, you know, the spillage and all that, you know? Mm. All right.
0: Uh, there's a lot of very expensive houses out there, John, that have gorgeous hardwood floors in the kitchen. They just put good finishes on top of them.
5: Yes, I've seen I've seen them and uh, you know, they I, I agree with it. They look gorgeous. But over the long run, you know,
1: a better choice, John, over vinyl might be a laminate. This way you can choose a flooring product that looks like wood or tile or whatever it is that you want it to look like, but it's made really for moist situations like a kitchen, so it could right. work far better. And those are in a floating situation, so you could put that directly on top of this, without damaging the hardwood.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. You could you could uh, eventually go back to it if you decide you want to have hardwood floors in your future.
5: Mm, now, Oh, you could you could undo that sort of thing. Yes, you oh, could yeah. undo it because it floats on top. Because you don't of glue
1: it, it down. Hmm.
5: All right. All right. Uh, now, uh, what about the uh, you know the kitchen has quite a bit of foot traffic. Right. What about that that?
0: It's flooring? incredibly durable stuff. I've had laminate floor down in my kitchen for like ten years now, and you, you can't wear it out.
5: Hmm. Well, sounds good. Maybe I'll just forget about the plywood.
0: All right, John. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit 888-666-3974. Seems like such a shame to cover hardwood floor. I can't imagine my, I would I'd have a hard time bringing myself to do that.
1: Well, and especially if he's going to put a plywood, you know, subfloor essentially on top of that, you're going to have to drill it down.
0: Right, plus he would Screw run the risk of uh, of sort of flooring in his dishwasher and his uh. refrigerator and things like that. Just not worth it. I think the laminate's a good solution if you really don't want to go hardwood, John.
1: Paul in Florida has a question about granite countertops. How can we help you with your project?
3: I've got countertops here that's covered with formica, but I've seen advertisements for a skimming of the uh, countertops with granite thin and they just come in and put over it. I was just trying to find out whether this sounds like a good idea or not.
0: Well, you could certainly have it covered with a granite tile, like a granite floor tile. That can be used for a slightly less expensive way to, get, to come up with a stone countertop, Paul. Mm-hmm. As long as the substrate, which is the old countertop in this case, is solid enough to, to prevent movement, then it will be okay. If, if you have any movement, remember, the granite doesn't bend. It cracks.
3: That's correct. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You've given me what I needed to know.
0: You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Kania in California is dealing with some mold issues. Tell us about the problem.
4: Well, um, in my closet, in my master bedroom closet, in the middle of the wall, I noticed a small spot, maybe about two inches wide and long. And I'm just wondering, um, what could I do? To get rid of
0: it? Well, that's a very common condition because in master bedroom closets, you don't have a lot of uh, airflow in there, and sometimes you'll get mold that'll start there. And what you should do, Kania, is you should pull out all your clothes, that are in that closet, and you Mm -hmm. should spray that with a bleach and water solution. Okay. And then after it dries uh, for a few minutes, then you can go ahead and wipe it off. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to stop it from coming back, you might want to think about getting a little more air into that closet space. That could happen if you were to undercut the closet door, just so there was a little bit bigger gap underneath it, so it would move some air through.
1: Oh, okay. Or you can put in a louver door or some sort of fabric door for your closet, but you have to get air in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much.
0: You're welcome, Kenia. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. 888 888-666-3974. Or she could just do what my kids do, just leave the doors open all the time.
1: Gene <laughs> in Alabama has a question about heating and cooling. What can we help you with?
3: Yes, I was wondering, um, is it more efficient to run a heat pump with the electric strips or I was looking at using a quartz uh, infrared heater.
0: Well, that's a you're asking about the difference between a central heating system and a space heater, correct?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, but this the, the space heater covers up to like a thousand square feet.
0: As a rule of thumbs, the central heating system is going to be more efficient than a space heater.
1: Well, and space heaters, are, you know, are kind of dangerous.
0: Well, they potentially could be. Well, you know,
1: you have to be careful how and monitor how you use them.
3: This particular one is um, cool to the touch. It's uh, It uses tubes
0: to heat. Um... Your question is whether you should use a space heater or a central heating system. And a heat pump central heating system is going to be more efficient than a space heater, especially one that runs on electric resistance heat. So I think you're better off extending the heat pump system if you can. Okay, thank you. You're welcome thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 money pit
1: talking to Ed in Kansas about gutters not dirty talk the gutters on the house Ed what happened?
5: noticed that there were places in my gutter where water's water is standing, so obviously they're not draining to the to the drains and I don't know how to adjust the the gutters to uh, to allow them to properly drain
0: well um uh, What you need to do is probably, they sag over the time, so what you need to do is probably pull out the gutter spikes, start in the middle of the gutter, assuming you have a drain on either end, put the gutter up as high as you can under the roof there, and then work it down a little bit at a time until you get to the downspout side. Now, what I would recommend is not using the gutter spikes for the long nails. There are special bolts for gutters, they look like long lag bolts. They're about seven or eight inches long. And mm-hmm. those are much more effective because once you put them in, they don't loosen. They don't pull out. They never out. back out. And uh, they're very inexpensive. They come in brown and white. I've seen them at the home centers all the time. Okay. Okay. You drive them in with a little, uh, a little Allen head uh, bit inside your drill. And you just put them in and go in pretty quickly and they work well. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit.
1: You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and you have no doubt heard of the Habitat for Humanity. You know, they do great work. They're giving people in need homes of their very own. And sometimes people think of this affordable housing as sticking out like a sore thumb.
0: But now Habitat is going to be building homes to match the architecture and style of the community they're in. We're going to tell you how you can benefit next.
4: You live in a Money Pit.
2: Money Pit is brought to you by Ream water heaters. For dependable, energy-efficient tank and tankless water heaters, you can trust Rheem. Learn more at smarterhotwater.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Call us now at one 888 Pit with your home improvement question, your design dilemma. We're here to help you get the job done at 888-666-3974.
1: Well, you know, Tom, I think it's so interesting this time of year. Everybody is so interested in giving to the community and really thinking about their fellow neighbors. And, you know, you've really, I'm sure, heard about Habitat for Humanity. For those who aren't familiar, it's a worldwide organization that builds houses from the ground up for families who are in need. It's a great cause, but the only bad rap that these homes may sometimes get is that they can be kind of basic looking, you know, very cookie cutter type designs, but that really has been changing lately.
0: Absolutely. Now, armed with the best architects out there and some new funding from the National Endowment of the Arts, Habitat for Humanity is building beautifully designed homes on a habitat budget. And why not? This way we can match the character and style of the neighborhood that the house appears in.
1: Yeah, it's so great. And joining us to tell us more about this fantastic new project and to give us some great design ideas for your house is Eric Ost, who is the Architecture Studio Director at Urban Design Associates and author of the pattern book for the new Habitat Homes. Welcome, Eric.
6: Well, thank you for having me on the show.
1: Well, geez, Eric, this is such a wonderful program. I mean, it really is nice to see, finally, a wonderfully gifted architecture firm designed with Habitat. What really is this program that you're working on with them?
6: Well, thanks. It's a, it's a pattern book, which is really a, a book that details techniques for building and renovating neighborly houses. And as you mentioned, it's a, it was made possible by an NEA grant to Habitat for Humanity and Institute of Classical Architecture in Classical America and the, dire- the direction of the book was really based on a, n- a number of national research studies that told us that a large percentage of Americans would actually accept affordable housing in their neighborhood if it fit in. Uh, so really this document is really kind of a vehicle to help transform the existing habitat designs and, and, and help create new ones to fit into our existing neighborhoods where, and these are neighborhoods that it may never have been imaginable for habitat to actually be working in prior to this document. So what we're, there's really an underlying social mission here to change the perception of ho- affordable housing from what some may consider as an ugly necessity to something that's seen as a tool to help rebuilding neighborhoods and rebuilding people's lives.
0: So, Eric, you guys have created something that you call a pattern book that's going to help Habitat create homes that are that are more uh, stylish and have a better design and can fit into more areas. Can you just tell us what a pattern book is and, and how it's going to be helpful to the projects?
6: Sure. A pattern book, it's really a a, a book that details techniques to help people um, to help people bring people together in a design process. So it really starts with the kind of, commu- the general structure in a community pattern, how a building is oriented towards the street, and then it goes all the way into what style your, your house may be, and then helps you select uh, details and materials and windows and doors to help you uh, put your house together in a way that's, that, that follows a, a general structure.
0: So rather than have just a a set of plans that kind of works for everybody, it's more of a process that gives you choices and the end result is uh, kind of drilling down to the design that's going to make both the homeowner happy and the community happy. Is that correct?
4: Absolutely.
1: Well, that's really interesting because generally, I mean, you're right, previously these low budget homes have really stood out like a sore thumb and now being involved in the design process, you're giving the homeowner an opportunity. To really choose details that work with the neighborhood and now all of a sudden everybody sort of fits in better and feels more of like a team and you're right I love what Habitat does in the way that the homeowner has to work a certain amount of hours on their own home and a certain amount of hours on someone else's home. So it really is such a nice concept to finally make it work you know on so many levels.
0: We're talking to Eric Ost. He's the principal and architecture studio director at the Urban Design Associates and the author of A Pattern Book for Neighborly Houses, Details and Techniques for Building and Renovating Neighborly Houses. Uh, Eric, is green construction and green remodeling uh, projects part of what this book is all about? Are are the folks that are going to be using this tool um, going to be focusing on on ways to make uh, their homes a bit greener in the process?
6: Yes, and I think that's one of the sections that everybody is very proud of, is that we've assembled a set of easy-to-follow instructions that introduces people to a green building. And there's two. There's obviously two characteristics that we're, what we feel are important. Obviously, there's a social responsibility about creating sustainable construction on a large scale. But the second is really that it gives the ability for a Habitat family to to save money in the long run in the operations cost of their home. And I, I think that one thing that's important to mention is that I know that there's a lot of people out there that may think that when you say green or say sustainable that automatically means that it, it, it's going to cost more money in the up front. and I and what we've put in this in this book is is a couple of is several opportunities where you don't need to do that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to cost money on the on the uh, immediately and that will, and a couple of ways we can do that is you can handle you can use it through ideal building orientation uh, longer walls facing north and south to maximize solar energy and having them and minimizing solar heat gain in the in the summer months and using your landscape in the appropriate way to shed, sh- uh, shed yourself from winter winds and locating porches where you can enjoy cool breezes
0: Great well, that's idea. really
1: nice, yeah because these are all ideas that you can incorporate you know whether you 're doing a new construction at any budget or just you know, rehabbing your own home.
0: Absolutely. Eric Ost, author of A Pattern Book for Neighborly Houses, Details and Techniques for Building and Renovating Neighborly Houses. Eric, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Where can we go for more information?
6: Thanks. You can access it online at www.classicist.org, which is the website for the Institute of Classical Architecture in Classical America, or you can reach them by phone at 212-730-9646 to buy a hard copy for $30. Thanks, Eric.
3: Thanks.
1: All right. Well, here at The Money Pit, we get tons of questions. And you know, the number one topic people are always asking us about is flooring. Well, if there's some flooring in your future and maybe you're getting ready to install vinyl flooring, don't start yet. We're going to give you a very important warm-up tip after this.
2: Is dryness a problem in your home? Especially in winter months, dry air can make skin itchy. Uh, make your throat and nose dry.
4: I can't talk.
2: And don't forget about static shock. No! It also causes walls, hardwood floors, and home furnishings to become dry and cracked. Oh. Put an end to dry air problems with an April air automatic humidifier, the best cure for indoor air dryness. Never too dry, never too moist. Just the optimum amount of humidity based on outdoor temperatures. Protect your health, your comfort, and your furnishings by putting an end to dry air with whole home humidification from April Air. Now, doesn't that feel better? <sighs> April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. It's time to choose a new entryway for your home. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer. Thermatrue doors. Thermatrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatru doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatru's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatru's original wood grain fiberglass door, or choose smooth star fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com.
0: Somewhere, a guy
3: is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. Ryobi woodworking tools let you do it. Ryobi gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features. Affordable prices. RYOBI.
0: Exclusively at The Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real-life money pits. And after doing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust, And that brand is Rheem. Rheem tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Rheem tankless units never run out of hot water and cost 25% less to run. Rheem's tank units include state-of-the-art features like Everclean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable, energy efficient hot water, you want Rheem. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. That's SmarterHotWater.com. I trust Rheem for my hot water and so can you.
2: This portion of The Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI power tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: Welcome back to The Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And
1: I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: And is it too chilly to take Fido out for a walk? We can fix that if you call us right now at 888 Pit because we're giving away the PetSafe electronic smart door worth $229. It allows Fido or Fifi to let him or herself right out the door because the dog would wear a special collar. It opens up the door. It's a great thing. And if you want to win it, you got to call us right now with your home improvement question because we want to help you get the job done. The number is 1888 Money Pit and one caller to the program this hour is going to win that great prize from the folks at PetSafe.
1: All right, well, if you're thinking it's too chilly to take your dog out for a walk, it might just be too chilly to go ahead and install that vinyl flooring you've been dreaming about. You're like, huh, what are you talking about? Well, we know that vinyl flooring has come a long way. There's a ton of colors, patterns, textures, lots of options out there. It can look like everything from stone to wood, even concrete or metal. And it's a pretty tame do-it-yourself project. But one thing that you should know before you even start trying to lay it down, vinyl flooring, it is easiest to work with at room temperature. So before you go and install it, be sure you take it out of your car or your garage, anywhere that's really cold, and give it some time to come to the room temperature that you're going to install it in. The material is going to be far easier to work with. The glue is going to adhere better, and you will be floored by the quick difference it is going to make in your home.
0: 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next?
1: Barbara in Virginia. You've got the money pit. What can we do for you?
4: Hi. Um I have uh, a house that's 20 years old and I in the last couple years I started to see just on one side of the house actually in one corner of the house uh, some cracks in the drywall most of them it most of them are horizontal cracks there are a couple that go from like a door frame and then at an angle um, they're not huge um, in exploring I found that there's also a small crack in the uh, uh, crawl space the brick um, on a fascia on the on a crawl space, and I'm wondering if, first of all, if that could be, if it could somehow be connected, and what I should do about these cracks. I'm, I've tried to patch them, and it's not working. They How are back. you
0: patching them exactly?
4: I was using a screen, um, and you know the the mesh screen, mm-hmm. and then spackle and sand, and spackle mm-hmm. and sand.
0: Are the cracks? How long are the cracks?
4: Um. Some of them are not very long. Others are, you know, like a foot long.
0: Because um, generally what we recommend is fiberglass tape for that.
4: Fiberglass tape is yes. that the mesh that Exactly.
1: It's like the sticky mesh.
0: We have to sand the wall first, then apply the tape on top of that and then put it two to three coats of spackle and that usually is adhesive enough that it can expand and contract with the wall.
4: Okay. All right, I'll give it. Maybe I'm just not doing enough um, spackling and sanding.
0: It sounds to me like you're not because that would actually be enough. Because what happens is the house is always moving. It's expanding and contracting. And if you don't really bind it very well, then it's going to open up again.
4: Is there anything for me to be concerned about in that it's not a wide crack, it's just a little crack in the on the brick on the crawl space?
0: I don't think so. It's probably just expansion and contraction. And if you have a little bit of brick like that, you're gonna to want to seal that with some caulk. And if it's just the foundation of the crawl space, use some silicone caulk and it'll go in there and prevent water from getting in and making it any worse.
4: Okay, great. Excellent. I you've answered my questions.
0: All right, Barbara, that's what we do. Thanks so much for <laughs> calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
1: Thank you so much. In Rhode Island, Dolores has some squeaky situations happening on the floors. What can we help you with? Tell us about it.
4: Hi there, Leslie and Tom. I Hi. Have a, I have a um, um, squeaks, like on the steps. and You know, they're, they're carpeting. The house is old, but I realize, in other words, there's nothing I can do with the carpeting there, correct?
0: No, that's no, not no, true no. at all. No? No, we can fix that. Oh, great. What you need to do, Dolores, is uh, the floor joists under the carpet have to be located, and that could be found with, uh, with a, a stud finder. A
1: deep scanning stud finder. A deep
0: scanning stud finder. And once you locate those floor joists, here's a little trick of the trade. You can take a finish nail, um, like a number 10 or a number 12 finish nail, and nail through the carpet, through the subfloor, and into the floor joists. Because the subfloor is, is loose, and that's what's causing this. You can do that in the two or three spots right through the carpet. And then the last thing you do is grab the carpet and sort of pull it up through the head of the nail. Because it's a finished nail, the carpet will sort of pop right through the head of the nail. And you can brush the carpet and the little dimples that you created will be sort of disappear. And that will stop the squeaks. When you drive the nail, you put it on a very slight angle because it has better holding power that way. I
5: appreciate it. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT.
1: You are tuned to The Money Pit, and we here often tell you to go ahead and caulk and seal up all those leaks and gaps and cracks in your home. When we come back, we're going to answer an email question from one listener who wants us to really help him out with where to start, what to do, and how to get the job done right. So stick around.
4: You live in a money pit.
2: The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866 Real Home. That's 866 Real Home. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: 888 666 3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti. And has winter weather got you worried about a potential power outage? Well, you can have backup power ready to go in a jiffy because in our very next e newsletter, we're going to tell you about what type of generator is going to best suit your specific needs. If you're not a member, subscribe now. Go to MoneyPit.com and you will learn everything you need to know about generators for free. It comes right into your inbox every Friday. So go there and sign up today
0: 888-666-3974 and while you're there want to click on ask tom and leslie just like diana did from hamilton illinois
1: all right diana writes i live in a very old house and i'm trying to do some things on my own but i need some help caulking where exactly do you recommend doing so wherever the cold air is coming in or does it just depend on what surface i'm dealing with
0: well, when it comes to sealing up your house, caulk is certainly an easy thing to do, but how do you figure out where the, where the worst leaks are? Um, I would say the best way to do that is to check around the windows and on the inside of the house, not the outside. The inside, because you can take the back of your hand and sort of run it around the outside sash of the window, and very often you'll feel wind whistling through there. I like to caulk windows on the inside and also on the outside. Now, if it turns out that your windows are super leaky and you can't fix the weather streeping to tighten them up, one thing that you could do is use a product called temporary caulk. It is clear it looks like clear silicone, but it peels off at the end of the winter and you can open the windows again. I just don't recommend you do that uh, with a bedroom window that you may have to get emergency egress through. But using the back of your hand is a nice way to find those drafts. Now, another thing you can do, check the outlets and the light switches on the exterior wall. Now, for those, don't caulk, but use a piece of weather stripping designed to fit behind the light switch.
1: Yeah, they look exactly like the outlet cover.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they will steal out those drafts from there too.
1: Yeah, and if you really are concerned about where you've got drafts coming in, go ahead and take an incense stick and light it and go around your windows. And if you see that smoke waver, that's a good indication that you've got a draft coming in. And then you can address it with caulk or weather stripping, whatever is appropriate. But if you take those steps, you should see a big difference in your energy bills. All right, we've got one here from Nancy in Mount Kisco, New York, who writes I need to soundproof a room that has already uh, existing walls. Putting up a double wall will make the room too small. Is there something that can be hung around the room? Thanks so very much for your time and your knowledge.
0: Well, putting up a double wall, you mean framing a second wall. What you could do is put a second layer of drywall on top of that, and you're going to want to use a glue in between that called green glue, which will isolate those pieces of drywall and give you some level of soundproofing. The other thing that you could do is you could use spray insulation and spray it into the space between the stud bays. Blown-in insulation will help deaden that wall as well.
1: You can also even hang a curtain rod the entire length of that wall, you know, maybe a nice wrought iron one, and then hang a drape, maybe a heavy velvet or a chenille, something that's really weighty because that'll deaden the sound as well and sort of add a, a design twist into the space as well, something new. All right, we've got time for one more. Lori in Bloomsbury, New Jersey writes, Our range hood, which is vented into the attic, drips water onto the stove during the winter months. What's going on here and how can we fix it?
0: Uh, it sounds like condensation to me because you have warm, moist air that goes up inside of the duct, the the, uh, the vent hood duct, and then it condenses and dribbles back down uh, to the top of the stove. So what can you do about that? Well, you could insulate that vent hood if you can get into the attic space above it. If you insulate the outside of it, it'll stay warmer. It won't be as cold, and that will stop the condensation from occurring.
1: You know, Lori, another option for you, if it's possible, is maybe you can reroute that vent. So instead of it having to go all the way up to the attic and then outside, maybe you can find a shorter route just to get it more directly to the outside situation to help it get the air outside more quickly.
0: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We hope that we've helped you solve some of your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Hey, coming up next week on the program, we're going to help you get a jump on spring with some tips on container gardening. It's something that you can actually do all winter long. We'll help you get started right here on the next Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you
1: don't have to do it alone.